we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for February 22nd, 2021. And tonight I'm actually another getting another really late start, even though I had most of this put together. There's typically so many things breaking all the time that I had to take a lot of time today to actually uh, put everything together. Uh, <clears throat> just, again, unbelievable info that we're going to be covering. A lot of very important things that we're going to be getting into. Some of it I haven't gotten into before. I'm going to go ahead and open us up in a word of prayer. We're rotating our four warfare prayers. This is um, this is the very powerful prayer against witchcraft with fasting even more powerful. Uh, I like to pray this two, three times a week. This is this is a prayer of protection over yourself and your family and also against any witchcraft being sent your way or whoever you're, you know, whatever you're, you can insert things into this prayer as, as regarding um, who you're asking protection for. And um, I mean, I include the body of Christ, the innocent, ourselves, our families, everything that belongs to us. So I think we're, we're covering a lot of bases with this, and um, this is good to add into, you know, your prayers. Uh, again, these prayers are all listed at the start of every PDF audio, or every PDF file that I'm putting out that are connected with all the audios that I'm doing. Very rarely will I ever put out an audio that does not have a PDF document alongside it that you can go back and reference you can copy and paste out of it if you like i mean what you could do with these prayers is i've got them all highlighted but if you just wanted them in black and white you could just go copy and paste the whole thing into a word doc take away all the highlighting <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> take away all the highlighting take away and just get it down to like a eight point font in non-bolded lettering in black that way it would be the most merciful on your printer. Because <laughs> the way I post stuff, it's not going to be merciful on your printer. Now, bear that in mind with any report that I put out. You can do that. You can copy and paste out of the PDFs. And you might have to do a little bit of finagling when you do that uh, to make it look nice in a Word doc. Um, sometimes I do have things that I put out that are in that um, format that I'll send out to listeners. You just have to email me about it. But preferably you would go this route because my time's just just about non-existent at this point and um <clears throat> those are listed at the start of every near the start of every pdf in the header portion so i'll go ahead and open us up here father in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we plead the precious uncorruptible blood of jesus over the body of christ the innocent ourselves our families and everything that belongs to us. We ask for your giant warrior angels or whatever kinds of angels are necessary to be loosed from heaven to surround us and protect us. As your war club and weapons of war, we break down, undam, and blow up all walls of protection around all witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, and the like that are attacking us or those that we've mentioned. And we break the power of all curses, hexes, vexes, spells, charms, fetishes, psychic prayer, psychic thought, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, all mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer, prayer chains, and everything else being sent to the body of Christ, the innocent, our way, or our family members' way, and we return it in the demons and the devils and the evil entities and fallen angels to the senders right now sevenfold, and we bind it to them by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Father, we pray that these lost souls will find the light of your son, Jesus. Their own snares and traps have been set against themselves. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we now loose them from all mind control of Satan. Father, we also ask that you bind the Holy Spirit to their hearts as a guide to your son, Jesus, so that they may be set free from the bondages of Satan. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so I just went back really quick and I kind of just tweaked the that prayer that we just said a little bit more, which a lot of times it's funny as I'm praying these things on a week to week basis, I'll see things in there that need improved, tweaked. Um, I, I believe it's the Holy Spirit convicting me about particular things in the prayer that could just be said better and more precisely. I believe a God is a God of precision and he likes it when we're specific uh, and I just feel like that the way it was that the prayer I just said was a little too, there was some holes, a little bit of gaps in there. So I just went back, not to say it didn't, it's not going to get the job done, but I believe it's going to be even better now. So anyway, and I made the change in the header as well. So uh, I've been doing that all along with the prayers. I, I, I'll on a, usually on a week to week basis, I'll see something that I didn't see before. Um, now <clears throat> going further, just to kind of before we open up into the study, um, just get into a little bit of scripture. Psalm 33, verses 12 through 21. And uh, just to kind of set the tone on a positive way for today. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looketh from heaven, he beholdeth all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike, he considereth all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. <clears throat> a mighty man is not delivered by much strength, and horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death, to keep them alive in famine, which, again, these are things we've talked a lot about lately, our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. So these are some good things to... I opened up my last newsletter with, with these scriptures. And uh, I just believe it's super important to always keep reemphasizing. Particularly in the days and times, the dark times we're in. Particularly with the information I tend to get into. Emphasizing positive scriptural verses. To kind of have that balance um, because there are those out there that all you're going to hear is man-centered um, remedies for everything, how bad things are, are getting in. And it's all man-centered. It's not calling upon God. It's not relying on the Lord. It's not anything of that. And I think that we have a responsibility, but I think we need to have balance and we need to understand where our true hope and our our true protection lies. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't want to ever stray from that. And it's easy to do with this level of information <laughs> that, that I tend to get into on a weekly basis. Now, um, I'm going to go ahead and get into the teaching here. And what I've been doing <clears throat> recently is I try to do some things that relate to Christianity up front, more, more of a Christian. And then I, try, I tend to get more into the current events a little bit later. So... Because before, for a long time, when I was doing the current, I would just get straight into the current events. And there was more than enough there to occupy 
the whole teaching and it was just on current events and and there were other things that i just believe again i was lacking balance on those things so i've been really trying lately to always put something where we're looking at some christian or scripturally related thing that is important for the day and times we're living in and last week i did a big section on you know the names of God and how the um, Jews are calling out in mass for the Antichrist to appear. And I had a listener, a long, long time listener, email me, and she emailed me this video, and it was on the Tabernacle of Moses, Moses, the tent meeting, the Temple, the Ark of the Covenant. And um, she said, um, "Hi, Pastor. I'm not a pastor, just a watchman, <laughs> but she said I'm doing research on the Old Testament, and." Um, she said, I heard your report of the Jews asking of the Jews asking for the Antichrist to come. Sorry, she didn't put the four in there. And um, I don't agree with your assumption. Okay, well, then how are you going to refute it? Because what I did last week, I don't see how you can refute it. Because, and I'm going to give my response in a second, but uh, anyway, I'll let her talk. She says, here's a Torah group to Israel by a Baptist pastor who talks about Moses' tabernacle in the wilderness. Okay. If you have 20 minutes to listen to it, it might be eye-opening. Please keep an open heart and mind. God still loves the Jews. He plans to redeem them. I agree. I'm not saying I don't. Okay, so continuing, then she says, um, sorry if this ruffles your Baptist feathers. Oh, really? Please don't judge me or react. Just allow yourself to... Lay. I've noticed that a lot of people that not so subtly kind of go after me will include a lot of the things in the emails to discredit me ahead of time and um, so that no matter what I say back to them, I'm already pre-discredited. That's what I've noticed when I get attacked. I'm not saying I'm not above getting attacked or I've... I've been perfect with every single thing I've ever put out, and I know it all. The Bible says we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Okay? But um, I'm not... Well, anyway, I'll, I'll get into the whole Baptist thing. Uh, just allow yourself to listen to this Baptist teaching from this... So I guess she thought because the guy was Baptist, I would accept it more. I've gotten more problems from the Baptists than... I mean, in the last 10 years than any other demographic of Christians, by far, because I came out of them. But before that, I was charismatic Pentecostal. And um, before that, I guess I wasn't saved, but yet I went to a Lutheran middle school, Catholic high school. My mom was heavily involved in New Age. I mean, I've been, I've run the gamut, man. Went to Presbyterian churches with my grandparents growing up, Went to, been to Methodist churches, been to lutheran churches i mean that was a lutheran school that i went to in middle school i've i've been exposed to just almost all the major denominations that you could be exposed to in christian in the christian circles almost you know so um my response is in my, if my last teaching last week and i posted a, a link to the part where i covered the whole thing about the jews calling in mass for their Moshiach to come. Okay. Um, did a thorough study on that last week. Okay. 
If that did not convince you that the Jews are openly praying for the Antichrist to come, then I have no idea what more I could give you to convince you. The facts are irrefutable. I mean, who do you think they're praying for to come back? Jesus Christ? Who they hate? Okay, now, this isn't Jew bashing, what I'm saying to you. I'm telling you right now that virtually any Jew that's not a real Christian has no love for Jesus Christ. They're taught to hate him. They are taught, I mean, if, they're, if they have any semblance of Jewish religion, any training from the Talmud, almost all of those sects of Judaism will attack Jesus Christ vehemently. And I mean attack him in such a way where it is not even um, fitting for me to even repeat the verses in the Babylonian Talmud, which they're taught out of, many of the sects of Judaism are taught out of, what they say about Jesus. I mean, it is so blasphemous and so evil that I don't like to get into it. Now, if you key in Talmud in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, I've done many teachings in the Talmud where I actually have went over those verses. If you want to hear it, straight from the horse's mouth, okay? So, you know, listen, they're praying for their Moshiach. They rejected Jesus Christ, who was, would have been their true coming awaited savior. So now Jesus is going to give them what they wanted. Okay, they wanted some big dude to come back, ride in a white horse, essentially, having all the answers, saying that I am, you know, the God of this universe, he's going to go into the he's going to go into the rebuilt temple at the midpoint part of the tribulation that the Jews are going to rebuild, and most likely primarily for him, okay, and he's going to proclaim himself to be God in the holy of holies, which is the abomination that make a desolate that Jesus talked about in Matthew twenty four and Daniel talks about. That's what they wanted. I mean, the Bible's very clear, Matthew 27, 20, but the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas, who was the murderer, okay, and destroy Jesus. This is when they had a chance to, to you know, accept, but no, they weren't going to do that. The governor answered and said unto them, whether the twain will ye, meaning whether the two will I release unto you? They said Barabbas. Okay, the multitude of Jews asked for this. Now, I'm not saying the disciples did or those that were followers of Jesus, but the multitude of Jews did that, okay. Then Pilate said unto them, what shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, let him be crucified. And the governor said, why, what evil hath he done? But they cried out more saying, let him be crucified, meaning Jesus. When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made meaning like a gigantic commotion. He took water, washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. Even Pilate saw it. And he said, see you too. And then they answered all the people and said, his blood be upon us and our children. And collectively, when they said that, unfortunately, they put a curse upon themselves on that lineage. And I believe that's why the Bible says that blindness has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. Now, this isn't about Jew attacking Jews. I'm just telling you, biblically, why things have happened to the Jews and why they why they have this, I really believe it's almost like a demonic hatred toward him. And a lot of it may 
probably stems from this event. Now, not all, okay, but a lot. We're going to get into this in a second. I've done a whole teaching called The Biblical Cause of Jewish Affliction. Or Israel's Affliction. Just You can get affliction and Jewish. You'll, you'll find it, okay? Where I, I did a whole study on the subject. And I, I'm always trying to have biblical balance about this, okay? Um, now, let's go further here. But the, the, the point I'm trying to make is that the Moshiach that the Jews are begging for to come and have been begging for to come, and I'm talking to the most heretical sects of Judaism, the most hardcore, the most, the biggest sects of Judaism that hate Jesus Christ the most, you're telling me that if they're not praying for the Antichrist to come, who are they praying for? Come on. Their Moshiach is going to go into that rebuilt third temple. And commit the abomination at the midpoint, the abomination of desolation at the midpoint. And that's who they're waiting on. Now, they don't view it that way. They view it like this is really our coming awaited Messiah. And, and again, I when I do things like this, verses will just start coming into my head. Okay. And I, I the the Bible talks about that when Jesus goes, it was it was important that Jesus left this earth because when Jesus leaves, he would send the Comforter, capital C, the Holy Spirit that dwells inside a born-again Christian, and he will basically convict you of, you know, what you need to know and these types of things. I'm paraphrasing there horribly, but the Holy Spirit can convict you of these things and should be as a Christian, okay? But unless you know the scriptures, unless they're already kind of in there, there's nothing to draw upon, Okay, so that's why the Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Okay, so faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But if you want to build your faith, just read the word of God more. And when you read the word of God more, it'll be in you more. And it's also good to just literally try to memorize it. And then as that happens, the Holy Spirit has more to like convict you and to draw upon when you get into certain things about like a situation, all of a sudden a verse pops in your head. Well, that's the Holy Spirit drawing upon the biblical knowledge that you've made the effort to put in. And I, I, that's why I say, I really think that, you know, it's like a, um, with Christianity, we need to make effort as well. And then when we make effort, God makes effort, you know, kind of like meeting us halfway. So John five forty two, but, and he's addressing, I believe, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees probably um, here. Um, let me see here. It just basically says in verse 18, therefore the Jews sought to, the more to kill him because he had he had healed a, uh, this particular man on the Sabbath day. You know, gr great reason to try to kill Jesus, you know. Really, really solid there. Anyway, um, at the end of this, it says that he Jesus Christ talking to them. He says, but you know that ye have not the love of God in you, okay? All they cared about was he did something on the Sabbath day and broke the whatever, you know? They didn't care if the guy was healed. <laughs> they just said, you know, we don't care. We're going to kill you now because you did this on the Sabbath day. I mean, can you imagine being so demonically possessed? Well, they were, but Jesus said, but I know you that ye have not the love of God in you. I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. Now listen to this. 
I am come in my father's name and you receive me not. Now that's the whole thing about the them rejecting him. Give us Barabbas. Let his blood be upon us and our children. Then he goes on to say, Jesus said, if another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. That's their awaited Messiah bin David, their Moshiach. That's who they're waiting for. And that's the Antichrist, guys. It's the, it's the only thing that could happen. If you look at Revelation, Daniel, 2 Thessalonians, Matthew 24, the coming, they rejected the true Messiah originally. The Messiah they're waiting for now, they will receive. I am come in my Father's name and you receive me not. Jesus Christ talking. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. And we're getting ready to see that. Finally, that prophecy because it basically was a prophecy by Jesus. We're getting ready for that prophecy to be fulfilled because there's not a whole lot more that needs to happen before the Antichrist can come on the scene in the false prophet. Okay? So that's who they're waiting for. And that's who they're praying for. Okay? They're not going to come out and say, oh, Antichrist, please come, please. No, they're going to make them look like the real deal, wonderful, next best thing since sliced bread. Okay? But... <laughs> he's not going to be okay so hopefully i've established that point then i go on to say i'm not a baptist i'm just a bible believing christian okay that's all i call myself just a watchman too i'm not a pastor i'm not a deacon i'm not an elder i'm just that's all i claim to be so yes god still loves the jews i have never said he didn't but the fact remains that two-thirds of the jews will die in the tribulation as they will not repent and get saved Okay, but one third will get their eyes open and accept Jesus according to the book of Zechariah regarding the Jews in the tribulation. And I'm going to read you these verses. Zechariah 13.8. And this is about, this is about the end times. This is about the time of like Armageddon. That basically in that time period. This is like essentially around the time of the nearing the end of the tribulation. Okay. And Zechariah 13, 8 says, And it shall come to pass that in all the land, saith the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die. This is regarding the Jews. But the third shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through the fire. And I will refine them as silver is refined. And I will try them as gold is tried. They shall call upon my name and I will hear them. I will say it is my people and they shall say the Lord is my God. Now, this is when it appears to be when the end of the um, blindness apart has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. I, I don't know if that's when the fullness of the Gentiles kicks in when this happens. I don't know, but I would imagine it may be. Okay, some people would say, no, that's at the start of the tribulation. Well, okay, that's up for debate, but it appears, though, that something happens to the one-third of the jews that are still left that they get their eyes open finally and that blindness that the bible talks about in the new testament that's happened to them is released off them i'm going to get into this more if we go back then one chapter to zechariah 12 verse 8 through 10 in that day shall the lord defend the inhabitants of jerusalem and he that is feeble among them at that day shall be as David and the house of David shall be as God as the angel of the Lord before them. 
And it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. So for some more context on these verses, if you go to Zechariah 2, it says, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about when they shall be in the siege both against Judah and Jerusalem. And this is, a, a lot of Bible commentaries refers to this, if you cross-reference um, uh, Revelation 19, 19 through 21, which connects this with the Battle of Armageddon. Okay, So, uh, let me go back to this these verses that I had here. Um, <clears throat> so, it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplications. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. Okay. Now that's Jesus. Okay. And this is regarding the house of David is going to look upon them. This is right near the end of the of the tribulation it appears or in that time frame okay they shall look upon me whom they have pierced and they shall mourn for him as one that mourneth for his only son and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn okay that's when they're collectively going to get their eyes on them so i'm not against the jews i'm totally not against them okay but everything in context is what i'm talking about here so I 100% believe that that is 100% factually going to happen. Now, let's go further here. Um, along this kind of line of thinking a little bit, this is a Christian Zionist documentary that I just saw this last week. And they're, they're, I believe they're, they act like they're Baptists or there's some maybe derivation. I don't know. The Jews are better than us. You need to accept that is what they teach in this um, indoctrination. Now, I'm going to give the verses afterward regarding that argument. Okay. Because there is no biblical leg to stand on regarding that argument. Uh, this is a Christian Zionist indoctrination of children. Okay. Now, this is Adam Green. I, I don't agree with everything adam green gets into i i do not think biblically um he is on point or is versed in scripture um he gives the muslims a free pass on everything because he's so anti um israel the establishment of israel the, the synagogue of satan and, and, and i get that i totally understand that but the problem is like he's like at the opposite end of spectrum of john hagee john hagee is basically christian zionist you know and these people you're going to be hearing in this audio and they basically believe that because they're jews that because of the blood that flows through their veins they don't need to get saved the same way another person would get saved they're they're automatically uh grandfathered into heaven essentially it's called ethnic salvation i've, I've got into this in previous teachings and the Jews can do no wrong and all this other stuff. And they'll support all the wicked things that Israel's doing. A lot of it we're going to be getting into today. And wholesale, doesn't matter, can't say a word against them because they're God's chosen people and don't you dare say a word against them. Okay. Then you have the opposite, the other end of the spectrum, which is Adam Green, which he's going to go after every single thing and anything that doesn't fit into his narrative, like the Muslims being wicked and evil, 
and doing horrible things as well, okay, then that, he won't even mention that. He won't even talk about that. And there's just no biblical balance most of the time, when it especially when it comes to the subject of Israel. You know, I already gave you in the, in the, this previous little audio that I've already done for today, I gave you biblical balance regarding Israel, regarding what the Bible says. I don't, I don't have any really dog in this fight, I guess, if you want to say. I, I, it's not like I have some hidden agenda. I've got to prove that there's some people that, you know, they believe they're, that the Jews have been done away with. And they're the, there's the, you've got the black Hebrew Israelites. They believe they're the 12 tribes of, of Israel. Then you've got the British Israelism. They believe they're the 12 tribes of Israel. And, and because the Jews are so wicked that God's done away with them. Uh, you've got all these different flavors and sects of different religious cults out there that believe that hate the Jews and believe that they're um, they're the ones now that are that are Israel. That are, I mean, I mean literal bloodline. I don't mean I don't mean figurative. I mean like literal. And, and they've got it twisted in their head. And this is why it's so important to just go by what the Word of God says. And, and to be very, very careful who you set yourself under regarding who's, who, who are you letting teach you, okay? It's very, very important because, man, while they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage, as the Bible says. That's the norm, okay? Deception in the day and time we're living in, according to what the Bible says, will be the norm. You've got to go out of your way. To, to not be deceived. And one of the, I, I really believe humbling yourself before God, praying for the fear of God, not thinking of yourself more highly than you ought are keys to not being deceived. Because if pride enters in, like, well, bless God, I'm a British Israelism. I'm, I'm a white of the tribe of whatever, or a black Hebrew Israelite that kind of, they think the same thing, but they're in, well, that's all pride. And when pride enters in, just like it did to Lucifer, it blinds you. And you don't see, you think you're seeing clearly. That's what's so dangerous about pride. You don't think you have a problem. You don't think you have a problem at all. You think you're right on track. You got to be careful of this stuff. But anyway, I, I, there are things you can glean from Adam Green. I've played a lot of his clips before, but I give that caveat before I play this. Okay. And um, so let's go ahead and start on this. I just uploaded, uh, somebody sent me an email the other day of the most, shocking, disgusting, despicable Christian Zionist documentary I've ever seen. It's called Till Kingdom Come. I've already watched through it twice. Once when I was putting the baby to sleep and this morning I did it and chopped it up into edits. I've been posting them on Twitter. The first one I did has gone viral. It's, uh, it's gotten 15,000 views on Twitter in less than uh, 12 hours. So we're going to be playing some highlights from that as well as much more. Brand new tube. I've been posting some videos on brand new tube as well. Worship Jews or be destroyed is a compilation I put up the other day. I know it sounds sensational. I know it sounds hyperbolic, but it is true. This is what these fanatic supremacists believes. And mm -hmm. also... Edom, which is Christianity, will be destroyed, and the Moshiach will rule. Another uh, mix of a rabbi explaining there. Okay, he's got a lot of videos where this right out of these rabbis' mouths saying, you're going to worship us, the Gentiles, the Goyim. You're going to worship us. 
we will use you. We will, we will, we will pilfer you. And you're going to hear a lot about that in this video. And we love it. And we will deceive you. Okay. And you, and you will end up worshiping us. And our Mashiach is going to come and destroy you. But we'll use you in the meantime. <laughs> I mean, it's right out of their own mouth. Their agenda. Now again, I'm not saying God's not done with the Jews, though. I just read you the verses out of Zechariah, which show you that he's not. But that blindness collectively is still on them. Now, that doesn't mean that individual Jews don't get saved. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. Thank God for that. But I'm talking about in the main, the, the masses, the collective masses of Jews. Unfortunately, they're not going to get their eyes open most likely until near the end of the tribulation, as far as I can see, you know, with the scriptures I read you and other scriptures. And one third of them will get saved, which if you think about it, you could say, well, that's not merciful of God. Well, you look at how, if you look at another race of people in the end times, in the book of Revelation, let's say, I don't know, the Brazilians or the Ukrainians. What is going to be the percentage of people that get saved per country? Probably not going to be super high, considering that if you don't take the mark of the beast, then and, and you and you refuse to renounce Jesus Christ, you're going to get your head lopped off. I don't know how many people are going to be signing up for that. Now, they should be. They should be. That should be our mindset, period, you know? But I, I just kind of doubt that one-third of the planet collectively will be saved along with one-third of the Jews. It's probably going to be a much lower number is the point I'm trying to make. So if you look at it in that light, God's being more merciful to the Jews in the end times than he would be maybe another. Now, I know I'm speculating. I get it. I'm just talking about, you know, I'm just trying to do the math in my head here. So just something to think about supremacist end times beliefs okay let's start this is the clip 14.5 thousand views i posted it last night but we're gonna play the extended version because i got some more better parts here and this is a i'm not gonna play the whole thing you can watch the whole documentary um the this this link pretty much i think he goes through the, the most of the documentary there if you want to watch that i'm just going to kind of try to hit on some key points bbc documentary Till Kingdom Come, about Christian Zionists and their power in America. And uh, it is just, this is the most, one of the craziest clips I've ever seen, which is why it's one of my most viewed Twitter videos. Here we go. Kentucky, good old Kentucky. I wonder if this is the type of church that, uh, that um, Rand Paul goes to. road signs prepare to meet thy god kingdom come parkway i mean these are like literal like road signs that like the state put up welcome to songs of inspiration i'm so delighted that you chose to listen to wmik radio located here in bell county kentucky my name's Tamasa Rosner, and I'm the hostess for your program. As I listen to news reports from Israel, 
I heard about the bombings, and they were bombings even near children. When we see all of these things happening to the nation of Israel, it should give us all hope. Only a psychopath could believe that children being bombed gives you hopes. Getting excited about Armageddon wars and and the birth pangs of the Moshiach and the tribulations, believing that you're going to be raptured and saved from the Antichrist and the Mark of the Beast, that you helped the Talmudic uh, Chabad Lubavitch Jews get into power. Right. Just sick. Yeah. And, and again, Jared Kushner's Chabad Lubavitch. Ivanka's converted to Chabad Lubavitch. You know, they've all been seen wearing the red strings. I don't know about Jared, but I mean, he's openly that. Trump's former wives, you know, his daughters and stuff, they've been seeing that. They've been seen wearing that red Kabbalah string. And I'll say this right up front where I truly believe, because I, listen, I was, I was in the Baptist church and, um, I truly believe that a lot of this, I've, and I, and I'm not going to say I believe this. I know this, that one of the motivating factors for these Christians that will, um, support Israel and they'll even give money to rebuilding the third temple. Even though when Jesus Christ was on the cross and said, it is finished, it's finished. The sacrificial system of the Old Testament was finished by what Jesus Christ, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world, what he did for us was over. Rebuilding that third temple in order to reinstitute animal sacrifice is a slap in the face and an absolute blasphemous affront to God because he already gave us the perfect sacrifice, Jesus Christ. It's, it's horrible. There are Christians out there that are so gung-ho on this that they're actually giving money to get for the re, for the rebuilding of the temple because they're so indoctrinated and again, I'm not talk, turning this into a pre-trib versus pre-rap versus post-trib debate. Regardless of where you stand, they are so indoctrinated that they think that because they believe in the pre-trib rapture, the sooner that temple gets rebuilt, the sooner biblical prophecies come to pass, the sooner we can get the seven-year tribulation on the road, the sooner they get out of here. The sooner they get their get-out-of-jail-free card and get raptured. Now, and again, I'm not trying to turn this into, into a, in a pre-trib versus post-trib versus whatever. I've done a whole teaching on that. I, just key in tribulation. Pre-trib versus, versus post-trib. I did like a three or four-part teaching on it. I'm talking about the mindset of that. You're going to basically... Give money to build a temple that's going to do blasphemous things that are an affront to God, an affront to his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, Father God and his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. You're going to reinstitute animal sacrifice in there. And then you're going to let their Moshiach. Remember, Jesus said that there's another that will come him ye will receive. You didn't receive me, but there's another, the Antichrist, that's going to come him ye will receive. And a Christian knowing all this, if they're biblically illiterate at all, would give money to rebuild the third temple and to support anything the Jews do blindly, even though they want to kill us, 
even though they want to enslave us and make us worship them. And I'm talking about the high level religious Jews. I'm not talking about every Jew, but I'm talking about the ones at the heads of, of you know, Shabbat Lubavitch and, and all the Hasidic and all the really ultra Orthodox. Those, and they're all, they all go, go by the Talmud that hates Jesus Christ more than you can even imagine. And they all go by that Kabbalah <laughs> in the highest form of Jewish witchcraft. So it's unbelievable to me that people follow people like John Hagee and those types that where they preach the Jews can basically do no wrong and they'll give money and money and money. When they're using that money, all they're doing is pocketing the money. Okay, and we're gonna see we're gonna see that in here. It's sickening. That when we hear of these wars, we can look up and see that our redemption will be coming. And friend, I don't know about- Again, this is a woman acting in a pastoral capacity, essentially, which is totally unbiblical, I'm sorry. It is. She's teaching both men and women about the Bible. Now, if, you, if that offends you, I'm sorry. I've done a whole teaching, what women can do for the Lord. It's all Bible. It's all, nobody's ever refuted it, okay? It's not because I'm a male chauvinist pig. I'm just telling you that there's, there are places for all of us in the body of Christ. And can the finger say to the eye, depart of me, I have no need? No, but we're, we, everything should be done in decency and in order, as the Bible says. I have, there's certain things I as a man cannot do that a woman, that a woman can do in the body of Christ and vice versa. So she's up here acting like she's some authority on, on this particular subject and she's leading people astray. You, but I look and I long for the King of Kings to come from heaven. Well, so do I. Really black. But again, they believe it's their get out of jail free card, so they don't have to suffer. And you tell that to all the other martyrs that have suffered since, you know, Christ died, to the apostles that were all martyred, to the Fox's book of martyrs, to all the people that were martyred in the Inquisition by the Catholic Church, and I mean the real Christians, up until this day when people are being martyred every single day all over the earth for their faith in Jesus Christ, and yet, but yet we're somehow better in America that we're going to get away from all that. Now, I'm not saying God can't protect you. You've heard me say that a lot, where the Bible says, Jesus said, pray that you be counted worthy to escape all these things that are coming upon the earth and to stand before the Son of Man. I got no problem with that, okay? And I think that is, if Jesus said pray for it, you should pray for it. You have to have faith to believe it, but so there's nothing wrong in praying for that. All I'm saying is there's, there's been all these martyrs throughout the ages, and we're not better than them. But I have been around enough of these people because I came out of this stuff. I mean, it was, it, this was present in the Pentecostal movement. It was, pre, it was present in the Baptist movement where they viewed the rapture as their get out of jail free card. We're not going to have to suffer persecution. We're not going to have to suffer for Christ. And that was why they were so desperate to get Israel in a position where they could rebuild that temple. I mean, I'm telling you, I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> hexagram over the cross in their church because they're going to have a Jewish woman come in and I guess preach some type of, of sermon okay they're putting the most wicked symbol in witchcraft the hexagram the hex hex means curse the six pointed star the six 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 hexagram okay 
key in hexagram in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done a whole gigantic study on that with a PDF, all the supporting documentation. It is pure wickedness, okay? And they're putting that over the cross in their church, I guess, to make the Jewish lady feel more comfortable. The imagery of that, this, this imagery right here, this just one picture mm -hmm. explains a thousand words. Mm -hmm. This is what's happening to America. Maybe it's always been that way in America, but it reminds me of, of this. Groiper, my friend Groiper, made this meme, Statue of Liberty holding the menorah with the Star of David. And that reminded me of my pet goat, too. Here's a screen cap from it, again, with the Statue of Liberty with the Star of Remphan or yep. uh, Seal of Solomon. That's true. Yep. There. It's not it's not the the star of David or whatever. It's the seal of Solomon. It's the star of Remphan that the Bible talks about, okay? I proved that in that hexagram study that I did. Okay. It's easily provable. The Judaization of America, Christian Zionists, how how they have the grip over the country. This documentary exposes it so well. Yeah, it does. And anybody that's ever been to our church would know there's a spiritual obligation of a Christian to Israel. Spiritual obligation. You're spiritually indebted to them. Yeah. I think, I think we're spiritually indebted to pray for them, but not to just go along wholesale with every single thing and every single plan that Israel imposes. I mean, we've gone over all the stuff <laughs> regarding their agendas toward the the goyim toward the gentiles and it's it's not pretty gave a promise in genesis chapter 12 and i'm going to bless all of those that bless you and i'm going to curse all of them that curse you every nation that has blessed israel god has blessed them one verse to subvert the nations if you've never heard it's probably the biggest con of all time one of the, one of the biggest safe to say one of the biggest cons all time that you will be blessed if you bless the Jews, and you will be cursed if you curse them. Okay, now I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to get I'm going to go um, into this little uh, thing here um, because that needs to be addressed. Because somebody could say, "Yeah, see how you're going to explain that? You don't have any answer for that." Well, the Bible talks about Jesus Christ talks about that where um, they say that they're they're of the Jews, but they're of the synagogue of Satan. Okay. Because if they were really um, trying to represent righteousness and holiness, they would be following the Lord Jesus Christ. And they're not. They call themselves Jews, but actually the way God sees them is that they are of the synagogue of Satan. Okay, now I'm not saying all Jews, but I'm saying those at the top, Netanyahu and all the, the devil uh, religious leaders and, and those in, in Hollywood that have, that have just taken over Hollywood and the mainstream media and, and owned, bought, sold, and paid for all the politicians... The Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, yes, that's who I am talking about. They're the ones that are pulling the strings. They're the money men behind the scenes that own people like Donald Trump and a lot of these other these politicians. They have them in their pockets. Okay, so um, that's what I'm in reference to. Now, the Bible says in Galatians 3, 26 through 29, for ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For there, for as many of you as ha that has been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. 
There is neither, neither Jew nor Greek. What? Yeah. By faith in Jesus Christ, if you're a child of God, by faith in Jesus Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. So you don't have, if you're a Jew and you're saved, you don't have any right to say, well, I'm a Jew and I'm better than you. Okay? Not saying you did before, but the Bible says that if you're saved Christian, if you put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There's no boasting then. And then it goes on to say, and if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So see, we got it kind of all backwards. A Jew that hates Jesus is not viewed in God's eyes as Abraham's seed. But a saved Gentile Christian would be, according to what God is saying here, if ye be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. Abraham, the father of the Jewish nations, right? What Bible says, if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. And heirs according to the promise. I don't understand why these, these people in these churches can't get into the book of Galatians alone and read this and easily, this is so easily debunkable. This whole thing about the Jews are better. Colossians 3, 1 and ver 3, verses 1 and verse 11. If ye be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sit, sitteth on the right hand of God, where there is neither Jew nor Greek, or Greek nor Jew, circumcision or uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Wow. You hear these Verses preached a lot in the churches. They're there. Now, Webster, 1828 Dictionary, does, defines the word concision. Because that's gonna we're going to use that. We're going to get to that word in the next verse that I'm going to talk about. Which means a literal cutting off of. Hence, in scripture, the Jews or those who adhered to the circumcision. Which, after our Savior's death, was no longer a seal of the covenant, but a mere cutting of the flesh. The circumcision. Okay that normally you would do at eighth day of a, of a baby male, okay? The concision were those that um, were referred to as those Jews who adhered to this like it was some like form of I'm superior to you because I've been circumcised. And they were using that in like a religious sense. So the Jews were doing this. Now, Paul said in Philippians 3, 2, 8, okay? Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. Mm, those Jews that think they're better than you because they're circumcised? Yeah, because this was a problem even back then. For we are, are the circumcision, which worship God in spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. See, they're having confidence in the fact that they're circumcised. But here again, we have the same exact parallel. It says, we actually are of the, the circumcision. We are the circumcision. But the but the but um, what qualified you in a spiritual sense to be of the circumcision 
are those that worship God in, in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Just like above, when it says that um, if you're, you're all children of God by faith in Jesus Christ, and then it goes on to say, if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. The Bible also refers to in Romans is that we're the we're the wild olive we're like an, a wild olive tree grafted in to the true olive tree of Christ. But it also says boast not against the natural branches which were the Jews. Meaning you don't turn around and start to get prideful because you're saved and the Jews aren't. You don't do that either. That's glorying in your in your flesh, or glorying in maybe your standing in Christ. You don't want to do that. This is what I'm talking about, having biblical balance. This is all so easy. This is not that hard to compute here, guys. I, I don't think it is. It's plain to me. I don't know. I hope it's plain to you. Then it goes on to say, though I might. Now, this is Paul. This is Paul speaking. Remember? Paul was a formerly Saul, and he persecuted the church. And he was like the, the well, he's going to give his accolades right here. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh. If anybody would have that right, it would be Paul. Here, we're going to see why in a second. If any other man thinketh that he hath whereof that he might trust in the flesh, I more circumcise the eighth day, which is what you should do if, if you're going to be circumcised, of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of Hebrews, as touching the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Now, this is before he was saved, but... Okay, touching the righteousness, which is of the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. For, of, for many, I'm sorry, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. And do count them but dung, meaning like excrement, that I may win Christ. So all the accolades that he had in the flesh, his his literal Jewish bloodline and all the accolades, he counted it but dung that he may win Christ. That's how, that's how Paul viewed it. And he was a Jew's Jew. If you be Christ, then you're, the, God, the way God looks at you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Okay? And that we actually are the circumcision, which worship, which worship God in spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. We actually, the body of Christ, way more qualifies as the seed of Abraham than a Christ-hating, uh, totally religious, zealot Jew person that hates Jesus Christ. They, God would refer to them as the synagogue of Satan. They call themselves Jews, but they're of the synagogue of Satan. Now, I pray they get saved. I'm not it's, not, it's not, I don't want him to get saved. I'm just saying it's all backwards. The way that most Christians look at this subject is totally backwards. Romans 11, 25 and 28. For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. And that appears to take place near the end of the tribulation. And so all Israel shall be saved. Yeah, the third part remaining will be saved. True. But two-thirds will die. As it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. And for this is my covenant unto them, when I will take away their sins. As concerning the gospel, they, meaning the Jews, are enemies for your sakes. 
Well, you, all you got to do is look around and see how they want to kill off all the Christians. <laughs> and how they hate Jesus Christ. Yeah, for the most part. But as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. So this is why we don't ever just like say, oh, the Jews, they're all evil and wicked and God's done with them. No, he's not. No, he's not done with them. Let's please have biblical balance here. Because I just don't see a lot of it. And it doesn't mean I'm better. It's just like, come on, guys. Anyway, I, I entitled that part that I just went over is what does the Bible say about the Jews or any other race being better than another? Okay, now let's go back to this report because I want to really try to get this all in part one. And people believe this with all their heart. And this is why they have so much power. Elevating them up to a divine status of being chosen by the creator of the universe it's going to have some consequences, and we're seeing them play out every day. And every nation that has opposed Israel, God has been in opposition to them. And I'm going to stand up for Israel. And if that offends you, you're in the wrong church this morning. Every good thing we know, all the things we love about the Bible, they were given to us of the Jewish... Okay, this, this is the clip that went super viral. I had this at the beginning of the Twitter post. Every good thing we know... All the things we love about the Bible, they were given to us of the Jewish nation. Israel, their people, the Jews. Are now, again, the, Jesus Christ even said, of these rocks I could even make, you know, make them cry out, you know. In other words, that's, again, putting another race on a pedestal. God could have chose any race that he wanted to. He happened to choose Abraham, and then that lineage came forth. But I'm not going to give any race credit for that. I'm going to give the Lord Jesus Christ credit for that. The Bible says, though, that Jesus, regarding Jesus Christ, that he came to his own, meaning the Jews, and his own received him not. So I'm very grateful for the apostles and for Jesus Christ and for all the early Jewish Christians, but we got to be super careful about elevating one race over another better than all of us oh man they're better than all of us okay you... so he just said they're better than all of us we got to accept that guys they're better now i just gave you the verses to counteract that he's not going to give you the verses adam green because i don't think he's versed enough in the scripture and then again that doesn't mean i'm better i'm just saying he didn't give you any of those verses because as soon as i heard him say that all those verses came flooding into my head that i just read you 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 need to watch a show like this in biblical context because it's like if you're not educated on these subjects and you're watching this and you're thinking well maybe they are better than us no there's a lot of bible that says no that is not the case that there's neither jew nor greek that there's neither bond nor free barbarian or scythian Okay, but we're all one in Christ through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And there should be no boasting in the flesh. Need to accept that. Oh, what a devil. Imagine telling children, young, impressionable children. Yeah, this is a Sunday school where they're brainwashing them real early. That the Jews are chosen by God. They're better than you. And you're just going to have to accept that. If this is if if you guys haven't seen this yet, truly disgusting. WTF? This is one of the craziest Christian Zion clips I've ever seen in my life. Telling children this is what they believe. I remember talking to some guy. I uh, he was telling me some random guy I met. Uh, he was like, um, 
oh, that my, my name, it's, it's a German name. And I was like, oh, is it German Jewish? And he goes, no, I wish it was. He was just like a southern guy. I wish it was. I wish I was Jewish. I wish I was God's children. Yep. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that have problems with this. That they feel inferior as a Christian because they're not Jewish. I've experienced this. Now, I, I've never felt that way. But I've experienced it first. And then you got the Christians out there. Like I worked with this one guy a long time ago. He was actually a friend of mine in Pentecostal Church. I got him a job with my dad when he had the... the um, portable evaporative cooling business fan business and um you know he, he got off on one of these hebrew roots things and he started researching his lineage and, and oh i got like i don't know five percent jew in me or something he, he started coming to work with a yarmulke which is actually if you look at the origin of that is actually blasphemous and a prayer shawl showing up to my dad's work with this and he, he just became totally unteachable totally unreachable and that's what always happens when people go into that whole Hebrew roots garbage. Totally bound up in the law. Totally bound up in works-based religion. Now, key in Hebrew roots, and I've done more. I've done so many parts on that you couldn't believe it. And I took a lot of heat over that because I saw firsthand what this garbage does to Christians when they try to yoke themselves up and commingle this stuff and start mix, mixing works-based religion and Judaism. Tenets of Judaism with Christianity. It's not compatible at all. You'll always end up moving to the works-based Hebrew roots side. Because that's where the devil's going to move you. He wants you to think that you can earn your way to heaven. Can you believe that? We always talk about Jewish supremacy. What do you call this? Christian inferiority complex? I guess. What's the opposite of supremacy? Inferior, inferiorist? No. Crazy. How, how can you blame the Jews for thinking they're chosen by God and better than the Goyim and you're only meant to serve them when there's Christians all over the place that believe the same thing? They use this, though. I've seen the clips. They use mm -hmm. this as justification. They go, oh, the Gentiles, they know it's true. They know we're chosen. They all believe <laughs> it. They all worship our God. Yep. They're all going to be Noahides. Slaves. This is slave mentality. Mm -hmm. The whole Yahweh. Yep. Yahweh's like the slave master. Yeah, he is. The storm god, Yahweh. Now, oh, yeah, I just got into that last week. And guess what? I keep getting more info. <laughs> My listeners are sending me more info on it. I've done more research. I've already found out way more on the whole Yahweh thing. Oh, man, it's so bad. It's don't, please don't use that word as God or, or Yah or Yah. I'm telling you, it is blasphemous. You're calling upon a fallen angel. When you do it, if you don't believe me, see last week's teaching I did on Yahweh, okay? It's, oh, it's bad, guys. It's just, and I'm going to probably even do more on it. Slave religion, and they are the slaves to the Jews. That's where we got the titles. Christian slaves, which they believe you will be. All Gentiles will be the servants of them in the end times. A lot of people hate Israel, the Arab countries. And they want to drive them into the sea. But we know what that God will not cast away his people. And that's when true. They do. They do want to drive them into the sea. And I've got into all those verses before. Okay? I've done all that. I've done I've, I've got into all the Muslim persecution of Jesus. Because that does exist. Okay? Now, the problem is, is Israel's not innocent either. They've done a lot of a lot of provoking as well. But 
a main portion of the Muslim religion is the eradication of the Jews. And you can't act like that doesn't exist, but see, Adam Green will act like that part doesn't exist. The, the Muslims hate the Jews with a perfect hatred. There is no doubt about that. And I'm not going to whitewash that or cover that over either. When Jesus said salvation is of the Jews, he was right. Oh. This is where, with the kids... I told you how the whole, how God sees the whole thing in the Bible verses, you know, you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Okay. We start our indoctrination. Yeah. Oh, it's indoctrination. All right. You're right about that. We start our brainwashing early. He literally uses the word indoctrination and then goes, <laughs> well, I was indoctrinated. Yeah, of course. I know that's a strong word to use, indoctrination. Did it? Uh, well, he's got a cult. And it's it's very appropriate to use because he's got his own little cult, Hebrew roots type of Christian Zionist belief system there. You know, it gets such a bad rep reputation, but that's where it starts. Um, that's where it started with me when I was a child, that I was taught I about uh, the support mm -hmm. that the church owes to Israel. He goes, that's where it starts. I know indoctrination's got a little bit of a stigma to it, but that's where it starts. <laughs> Where else are you going to indoctrinate than with the children? Yeah. And now they're literally collecting their pennies. They go on. This See, is guys, this is the thing. is When I was in all these different churches and I came out of them all, what I was doing, the reason I ended up coming out of every single one of them is because I was looking at my Bible and there were things that either they weren't talking about ever or things that they were twisting clearly in Scripture or things that they were going into in Scripture or things like, all the satanic holidays and how they're pagan in origin stuff like that they wouldn't address so many things and it was like i couldn't in good conscience stay in those times not only that most of them were 501c3 churches yoked up with the government and there was all these red flags and red flags and red flags god had showed me and i couldn't in good conscience stay in those places uh, i didn't want to put myself under a man that was deceived and then he was going to further deceive me and that's why i came out one of the poorest towns in the in the country yeah and they're collecting their spare change to send it to to uh to israel to right to sheldon adelson and haim sabin at the idf gala yeah. so this money goes to a total of 1.5 billion they claim this christians and jews organization there they are with the start the israeli yeah. <clears throat> israeli flag yeah, they've got this curse symbol in their church and they wonder why they're so biblically deceived of course they're not what they think they're right on point with god but when you bring those cursed symbols into your church you're bringing in devils and demons and they will be there to deceive you i wouldn't have a hexagram anywhere near a church that i i would be in or or in my house or whatever you get rid of that garbage it's time for a penny war teaching these these kids that the, the best thing they can do to please god these are some of the poorest bus kids that are are getting all their pennies together. Now it'd be one it'd be one thing if they were giving it to orphans and widows and helping the poor in their church, which like the Bible says to do, okay. But it's not doing that. They're just they're giving it to Israel, and, and only God knows where it's even ending up. It's sickening. Send all your money to the Jews in Israel. I wonder why we're so subverted. I wonder why Israel has so much power. Wonder what it could be. 
wonder what the problem is. Your loose change that you have from home, you bring that change to school. Everything that we get, we will actually cash it in and make a check out to the Fellowship for Christians and Jews. And so far, you guys are doing a... What a racket. Guarantee that money's going straight into some whatever wicked thing. I mean, they, they laugh about it. They, they, in fact, I don't know if I get into that part where, a little bit later where there's a guy, Jew uh, rabbi guy, laughing about how all we got to do is go to the politicians or go to the these people and they just give us whatever. They would just spot off a few Bible verses. We get whatever we want. And then he laughs in a real sinister laugh. And I'm telling you, this is a racket. Good job. Do you think it's strange for parents here that their kids are asked to donate money to my country? I don't think so. I mean, uh, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe there, maybe there's some people that that's would, the, that's the quote pastor that said, you just got to accept the fact that Jews are better now. Say, well, what, what does the church have any business, you know, helping Israel? So dumb. I don't care what those people think. I know what's right. And I know what we're going to keep doing. As long as I'm here, we're going to keep helping the fellowship. Just this past week, Donald Trump, our president, recognized Jerusalem. Imagine the rabbis and the Jews watching this and just laughing their asses off. Sorry. Thinking, oh my gosh, these people deserve to be our slaves. Look at them. Yeah. But that's exactly what they do, though. He even proves that later, but I'm, I can't play all the clips. The capital of Israel. I'm just so thrilled that God is using President Trump to bless the nation of Israel. The Bible says, I will bless those that bless Israel and I will curse those that curse Israel. Well, I want to be on... Now, I'm not saying we curse Israel and I'm not saying we don't pray for the peace of Jerusalem and I'm not saying we don't pray for the Jews to get saved and have their eyes collectively open. Those are all biblical things. But you don't just... They go, they go totally overboard and off the deep end by saying, oh no, whatever the Jews do, is I can't question any of it. Even though they've got programs to literally eradicate all white people and they openly admit it to it and they openly brag about it. <laughs> and they openly brag about how they're trying to defile all the Gentiles through Hollywood and through all the, the horrible things they put out. And how they own the politics. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. So, again, it's, it's all about having biblical balance regarding the subject. Blessing side. Because we need so much help. We are not a rich area. Poverty rate in Bell County is 38%. 49% of children live below the poverty line. So, again... Just like I said before about the whole thing about get, get out of jail free card with building that third temple thinking that rapture will happen quicker and i know that's a fact i've been around that mindset before a, a lot of what i believe their motivation for is when they hear oh well those that bless israel will be blessed okay you don't give to a wicked organization in israel and expect to be blessed now if there was a literal christian organization in israel that supported widows and orphans there okay go ahead if you feel convicted please give to them i have got no problem with any there or any place else widows orphans or, or helping to get the gospel out or putting out you know true gospel tracts or any good ministry that's putting out truth okay anything worthy 
but just blindly giving your money to Israel, they think that they're gonna, you know, that that's gonna be like, oh, we, we got we got money coming back to us. Now, I'm a big believer in in you reap what you sow, and and the Bible talks a lot about that. And I, I don't do I did I did a whole teaching on New Testament giving compared to the Old Testament Levitical tithe, and which we're not under. We're not under the Old Testament Levitical tithe anymore. And I do believe God um, can bless you with proper giving and and putting it into a good, fruitful ministry or widows and or, or wherever, you know, however you feel convicted. I do believe that. But that's not my motivation. And I'm not saying it's their motivation that they think they're going to get rich or whatever. It's just I've been around the mindset. I know. I, I, I just kind of, you get a feel for things when you come out of these movements. Half of the children live below the poverty line. And they're teaching to this collect area their has change. become like number eight or nine of worst counties in America to live in. <laughs> so they're eight or nine in worst counties of America to live in. And they're having their bus kids who are the poorest of the poor bring in all their pennies, which are gonna go to some heretical organization in Israel. The current situation in Middlesbrough is that we've lost most of our co-jobs. Every fourth person is dealing with some sort of addiction. Yeah, addiction's rampant. I mean, meth, you name it. And um, again, you know, that's all part of the downfall of America is to bring these drugs in in mass. They're, they're uh, like I said last week with with what they're doing now. They're just using big old drones to bring them right over the border and drop them into American territory, and they're being picked up there. I played that whole clip from that one guy in Jeff Rents. I mean, it was unbelievable what they're doing right now. And now they've got more carte blanche to do it because Joe Biden's totally dissolving ICE and crippling the Border Patrol so that this is able to go and they're bringing those drugs in into uh, into America. Tread on me unless you're Israel. Then you can, we'll bend over for you right away. The change probably started when I was in high school, gradually moving down and then we have a crash five, six years ago. When I was a kid in Millsboro, was known as the Magic City. Unfortunately, it's not that way now. Speaking of prophecy being fulfilled, we are honored to have Yael Eckstein to come and speak. So they're showing this woman now, this Jewish woman, this Yael whatever they just announced. And we're so honored to have her come and speak at our church. And she's the one that's going to collect the money. Okay, she's she's like the bag man. She gets to collect the money and then go to the next church and collect more money, go to the next church and collect more money. To us about the fellowship of Christians and Jews. I just think it's a miracle and I think he won't want to. Thank you. Thank the Bible you. says to be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what communion hath Christ with Belial? And I'm sorry, but the way God views most of the Jews now is as unbelievers. We should pray for their salvation. I sure am not going to yoke up with them, though. No way am I going to yoke up. We're forbidden to do that, yet they've, they're doing it right here. They've got a whole organization for it. And these are people that do not believe like we believe. Thank you for reminding me. They will eat the riches of the Gentiles. All of the gold and riches will flow into Zion. But see, that's what they're, they, they believe, and that's one of their justifications for fleecing the Goyim flock. I mean, this is sick, seeing these poor families 
middle America, this is in Kentucky, believing that the way for them to get to get out of poverty is by donating the little bit of money they have to Israel. Hold on here. Play. We have kids that live here that we pick up every week. And they live that's here. where they live? Yeah. That looks like a house that's been abandoned, not where people live. Now see that's that's the Jewish lady getting a tour of the area. She's gonna get she's getting ready to get her check. But she's even saying that doesn't even look like a place where people should live, but a place that should be condemned. These are the bus kids they're picking up. They're bringing their pennies in. They're going to go into this Jewish lady's pocket and then, you know, end up wherever. So just for context. So it shows now the Jewish lady sitting there with the pastor. She's waiting to get her check. Church has been involved in the fellowship with your father and yourself. We've been blessed. And today we have $25,000 more dollars. And we're going to keep putting the blessings of Abraham on us. <laughs> Again, look at the motivation. We want those, those blessings of Abraham to come on. When the Bible clearly states, if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And it must have never got through their heads at all. Okay. And I mean, it's, it's like the motivation's right out in the open. There he is with his menorah giving $25,000. Yep. All the pennies from the children. Probably their milk money for school. Mm-hmm. This is so sick. I know you know it's not very easy to get from Israel to this church. <laughs> it was around a three-day journey. But I said, Lord knows it's worth it. Oh. You are. Yeah. Got to collect that check, right? Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. Hey, I'd go to, I'd travel to Kentucky for uh, for that much money. $25,000. Oh, she's probably got many other stops on the way. Look at this. Isaiah 61.6. Let me find the King James before half of you had a heart attack. Ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles. And in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. So now he's going to go through and mock scripture, essentially. And when you go to Isaiah 61 and you look at the full um, context of the verse, there are a lot of places in the Bible where God told the Jews to go into where the races were wicked. Some of them were not even human, like the promised land. They were Nephilim and told them to go in there and to either destroy them or to subdue them or whatever. They were pagan uh, societies. And if Israel was right with God, that's how typically God worked. Okay? So when you look at that verse, but ye shall be named priests of the Lord, men shall call you ministers of God, and ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory shall you boast yourselves. It's in that context where they're most likely going into some pagan society or country that is wicked and subduing them. And in that regard, I mean, it's, that's, that's, but see, he's not going to give you context. He's just going to go and I guess just try to discredit scripture because that's, um, that was how he, it came off when I, I listened to the full thing that he said. And I'm like, uh, man, what are you? I mean, 
Are you out, are you about attacking Christianity and about attacking the Hebrew roots and about attacking Israel? I mean, what are you, man? Well, I, I don't even know what what this guy is. You know, he's got long hair. He looks like Goldilocks or whatever. And the Bible says, for doesn't nature therefore itself teacheth us that it is a shame for a man to have long hair. And I just see a lot of pride with this guy. He's not biblically very literate, but he wants to act like he's this big. He's He is much of an authority on the subject, but he's not a scriptural authority at all. And then this kind of stuff's going on and you want to still make excuses? A part of something so big right here. Bigger than I think you even realize. Now this is the Jewish lady talking. The destiny of the Jewish people is the destiny of this church yes. and the destiny of this church. Your destiny is dependent upon me and my chosen people. That's what they're, that's what she's telling those people. Mm. Yeah. Your destiny is all dependent on us. It's the tikkun being the Noahides, the seven Noahide laws with the 613 mitzvahs of the Orthodox observant Jews. Is the destiny of the Jewish people. There is good versus evil. Absolutely. And God is saying, what side are you on? <laughs> exactly. You have declared, we're standing with life. Yes. We're standing with light. We're standing with God. But notice, she's not going to mention Jesus Christ one time. God. Okay. Their God is different, I'm telling you, than the God of the Bible. <laughs> They're going by the Talmud and the Kabbalah and these types of things. It's different. Not the God of the Bible. And they hate Jesus Christ. Before you know it, we are a force with power. Mm. Oh, wait. Who's You're happy about that's a trope. No talking about power here. Totally a trope. President Trump moving the embassy to Jerusalem. Yeah. That'll get him out of their seats. The, the embassy. Possible because of people like you. <laughs> the silent majority. Silent majority. We feel it. We're grateful for it. And we pray for you in return. Shalom. Pray and for that's you. all you're going to get, because we're going to get your money, and you maybe get a prayer from us, maybe. ...to become a Noahide and to leave Christianity behind. I mean, maybe these Christians should read the Talmud Unmasked, Kabbalah yeah. Secrets Christian Needs to Know. Yeah, Kabbalah Secrets a Christian Needs to Know, yeah. Kabbalah Unmasked. These are all books he's holding up. An in An in-depth study of the kosher pig and the gods of the Jewish mysticism. I'm telling you, the whole thing with Yahweh, <laughs> the storm god. It's not good, guys. It's it's so bad. But you would expect them to be deceived. I mean, when they rejected Christ, did you expect them to move in a good direction? Did you expect them to move into the light? Like she says, they're in the light. They're not in the light. They're still blind collectively. Now, some Jews are saved. I have listeners that are that are Jewish and that are saved. Okay, I'm just saying collectively speaking, though, and when you get into large organizations like this, I would be very leery. On the Jews in their lies and their lies, Martin Luther. Got one, too. Where is it? Jesus in the Talmud somewhere. Oh, man, you don't move. Bad, bad stuff. Kabbalah and meditations for the nations where they believe Christianity is idol worship. Mm -hmm. They believe in the Talmud that Jesus is boiling in excrement. Yep. Yep. 
And these Christians, it, it's literally, this meme explains it all 100%. I hate you with every fiber of my being. It shows a Jewish Hasidic guy that says, I hate you with every fiber of my being. And it shows some dolty Trump guy with a Make America Great hat, uh, hat on. Says, you're my greatest ally. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if, if they knew the truth, you know, that's how a, a lot of these... Jews think of us. I'm sorry. It's it's ingrained into them. And the, the Christian Zionist magazine. Doesn't mean I don't want them to get saved. Doesn't mean I hate them back. I'm just saying. That's what they think. A Trump supporter, you're my greatest ally. This literally explains and it. And I'm all. More, I'm more in reference to the to the ones of the the religious Jews. More in reference to those. Not like your couch warmer Jew that doesn't care either way and isn't, you know not educated on these subjects. All right here. This is what this ally, this partnership, this, uh, what do they call it? The, uh, it's subordination and enslavement is what it is. Our greatest ally that hates us and uses us. When we gave the uh, donation in November, when you were there, there's been a piece of property we've wanted for years that's next to our church. It's five acres. You showed me it. That's me breaking ground on it. We bought it a week after you left. So See, it's proof. Proof that I wonder if he bought it and paid for it all in cash or whether he had to go into debt to do it. I don't know. But that's proof there that it works. You give, doesn't matter if it's, you know doesn't matter if they, if they don't if they hate Jesus Christ I didn't hear say one thing about Jesus Christ at all just God okay and it doesn't matter as long as we're given to you we're gonna get blessed and, and and again that's a big motivator for why they're doing what they're doing I hate to say it good seed into good ground yeah, uh -huh, good, yeah God right. blessed us because we blessed Israel oh boy just a few words to further our connection with a fellowship of Christians and Jews. Okay, we're gonna pause this seg section here and skip forward to another part. Just truly disgusting. Such such a subversive cult. Now look at this. This West Bank settler Israeli woman. You are Christians. I'm Jewish. We have a lot in common. 80% of your Bible is my Bible. This Bible, this is of course just my Bible, okay? You have another little bit here, yeah. right? Yeah, it's called the New Testament. Yeah, you, you got that little, little, tiny, little insignificant thing that I don't believe, that I don't agree with here, you know? But for the most part, we agree. But think of this. They don't even allow the New Testament. You're not allowed to preach Christianity. They'll burn down churches in Israel. <clears throat> um, yeah. They, uh, That's they, how tolerant they are. Dismiss all of the New Testament, obviously. So when she goes, oh, you just got this little bit more that we totally uh, disregard. And they just these Christians just sit in front of them and laugh and hand over their money and worship them. I've, it's, I can't think of much more of a pitiful, pathetic group of people than Christian Zionists. All of this we share. To me, I think the Jews are the stars of the film. Okay, the Jews are oh, coming sickening. back to Israel. That's us, not oh, them. Sickening. They believe in the holiness of the process. 
but they can only be supporting actors. They have no other role. Look at her. We're the stars of the show, and there are supporting actors. Yeah, that's the little goyim. Us guys. I mean, if if you're if you're if you're uh, not Jewish, we're the supporting actors, but they're the stars. That it's the quintessential essence of pride, which God hates and blinds you. And again, blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. Again, more proof of how blinded collectively speaking they really are now some aren't but most are those gentiles christians supporting actors but if we allow them to be supporting actors wow at least they're in the movie oh <laughs> how benevolent of you to, to let us to be supporting actors so we're we can get the scraps that fall from the master's table like the bible talks about we can get the crumbs that fall from the master's table that's how they view us. I'm sorry. If we allow them to be supporting actors, at least they're in the movie. That should be the new goofy uh, uh, mantra. At least they're in the movie. Amen. Amen. Pathetic. So disgusting. I'm telling you, this documentary, the whole thing had just my jaw was just on the floor. So when we say we're looking forward to a redemption, you and I may have different visions of what that redemption may look like. <laughs> yeah. You both think that... Because we're looking forward to redemption through the Lord Jesus Christ. They're looking through redemption through their coming awaited Moshiach, the Antichrist, who they'll think is their Messiah, Ben David. Okay, They'll think that it's the biblical... But see, they already got their awaited Savior. His name was Jesus. Okay, They rejected him. So, but there's another that's going to come according to Jesus. Him, they will receive. That's the whole point of this whole thing. And that's why she said that. There, there is no compatibility here. There is none. You don't commingle yourself with this. That, uh, that your Moshiach is coming and that you're going to basically enslave and convert the rest of the world. And there's yeah. going to be major wars. Yeah. So that's, that's, I mean, it goes on for another oh almost hour he goes on for another hour um i just i don't have any more time in this segment and i think you've probably got a um a pretty good idea of what's going on here and so god bless you and we will see you in part two Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Kickery, NC, 286-02. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.